The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Episode, episode, where is my shovel? There's my shovel. Episode 651. Episode 651 of the series. As we secure, excuse me, secure the last episode's hidey hole, grab Wolfie, get rid of some miscellaneous junk and unnecessary inventory clutter. And continue west to the far lands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3, as we've been doing since 2011. Since 2011, we've been on this journey. Tis a long one, tis a long one indeed. Uh, today, it is much, much many years, many much years after 2011. It is August 17th, 2017. As we are continuing onward, like I said, probably three or four times by now. Indeed, and it's taken quite a while. It's taken quite a while, a little bit of a break. <laughs> a little bit of a unplanned break between episode 650 and 651 here. Had a bit of uh, computer problems. The secondary computer, Enceladus, as it's known, on, on the Far Lands of Us website, there is information about the computers and hardware I use. Europa is the new computer, the new computer I'm recording this on, the gameplay and streaming computer. Enceladus is the older computer that I do still use for all of my editing and rendering and Photoshop and making thumbnails and uploading and all that fun stuff. The old graphics card died. It died a, a slow and pitiful death. <laughs> uh, it was running a GTX 570, uh, which if you remember the trials and tribulations of trying to, to update that is the version of editing software I use, Sony Vegas 11. The newest graphics card it can use for rendering is the GTX 500 series and 570 specifically is the most stable uh, So I was never able to update that graphics card which meant I had to create this whole new computer to record on with the newer graphics card a 970 But the old 570 kicked the bucket. I noticed a Few weeks prior that it was having problems even playing YouTube videos or playing live streams because the browser Chrome uses Hardware acceleration for video rendering and things like that in your browser like I couldn't have more than one video tab open at a time uh, I, I, It was slow to render and there would be times where it would feel like buffering, but it wasn't network buffering. It was graphics buffering And sure enough slowly and slowly we started getting some blue screens until eventually the computer just refused to start because <laughs> it was trying to load in I'm assuming the N NVIDIA display drivers and it was bleep, every time in the uh, the event viewer 
It would be a graphics hardware failure or something of that nature. So I tried upgrading the graphics drivers. That made it worse. I tried downgrading the graphics drivers. That didn't work until eventually it just became a, a, a startup loop. Every time the computer would start up, it would start up fine, but anytime anything tried to happen, specifically anytime any percentage of the graphics card was needed to be used, uh, the whole system would freeze up and blue screen and just restart again. So that was scary. I was afraid at first it was going to be the processor or the memory again, uh, which has happened before. But no, no, it was the graphics card, and I was about I was about to be be up up a creek without a paddle when somebody on one of my live streams said, "Well, what about didn't you have an older computer? Like the first computer you started recording Farlands Bust with? This is an old Windows XP computer." And by golly, I still do have that thing. I stopped using it back when I was living in Illinois. And I've just been toting it around <laughs> to Arizona and then again up to Phoenix here. And boy, I'm glad I did because that has a graphics card in it. And and wouldn't you know it, I, I plugged it in and voila, the computer works again. Not quite as fast. <laughs> Not quite as fast, however. I went from a GTX 570, the card that failed, to now a GTX 8800 GTS. <laughs> An entire evolution behind back when Nvidia was naming their graphics cards in the thousands they then went to the hundreds and now they're back up to the thousands so an 8800 so yeah rendering takes a little bit longer but at least it works it is helped by the graphics card and I can stave off I can stave off the need to learn how to edit and render with Adobe products <laughs> for just a little bit longer. For just a little bit longer, I can procrastinate on that. <laughs> but yeah, so for a while there, I wasn't even able to render or edit any videos because that computer was down. So I streamed quite a bit. Um, and then other other things and whatnots and stuff and, and delays. Uh, and, and that's kind of, honestly, that's one of the other reasons why we still don't have a charity. I know I've been saying, oh, I'm working on it, oh, I'm working on it, or I've pretty much, I've pretty much chosen one. But uh, I know how not normal, not consistent Far Lands or Busts has been and continues to be. And I'd rather that just be on my own, on myself. You know, the, the only detriment of that is, oh, we're, we're not having as many Far Lands or Bust episodes out. Uh, the only thing that that hurts is is myself, and sure, maybe maybe you guys don't get as many flob episodes as you would like to see. As opposed to if we were raising money for charity, if I if I failed to put up a Farlands or Bust episode for two weeks, that would impact our charity. So yeah, I'm 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 getting that figured out, trying to get on a, a right a right good schedule and and figuring out the proper balance between streaming, which is right now the thing that I'm enjoying doing most and is kind of bringing the most interaction and, and uh, positive numbers uh, to me and then finding the balance of where does the YouTube and specifically Farlands or Busts fit into that schedule. But we'll, we'll figure that out. I, I obviously, as I'm recording an episode here, it's not something I'm giving up on. It's not something that's just going to slowly fade into obscurity. I mean, it perhaps has already done that, but it's it's gonna keep on keeping on. Farlands or Bust is. That's right, Wolfie. Oh, there you are. Well done. 
So yeah, we're gonna keep on keeping on. And you know what? What else is, is coming up that's going to cause another delay? The moon! The moon is going to pass in front of the sun in like four days here. On Monday, August 21st, we get the total solar eclipse across the continental United States here. And I have indeed made my plans. I have made my plans. I made my plans back in June, actually. But uh, I have decided... Not not taking the probably the most promising route. I was talking about trying to get to Eastern Oregon, uh, the high desert where there's, you know, getting east of the mountains, where it's least likely to have problems with clouds and you have wide open spaces. Uh, that hasn't worked out. And what I have decided to do is I'm going to be going to Corvallis, Oregon. I was. Uh, Thankfully, able to find that the uh, Oregon State University was renting out its dorm rooms. <laughs> so, woo! Five-star accommodations. Gonna be staying in some college dorm rooms overnight from Sunday into Monday. So I can get up bright and early and, and, and it's, it's in the path of totality. Actually, a little bit... I'll be passing by a little bit south of the center line. Uh, but it is in the path of totality, just under two minutes of, of totality to be had there. The forecast looks promising. It's always questionable being on the west side of the Cascades, whether or not a fog, a morning fog, is going to interfere. But totality starts just a few minutes after 10 a.m. there. And like I said, goes for just under two minutes. So fingers crossed. We're, we're gonna do it. We're gonna get there. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody else made the same plans. Uh, they're all sold out now and everything's all booked up. Uh, but uh, if anybody else I know is going to be specifically there, uh, I don't know, tweet at me or something like that. And I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm not gonna be there spending a long time. I'm very concerned about traffic. <laughs> my my greatest anxieties are surrounding the traffic. Uh, so let's talk about those and other anxieties. How long do you have? How many episodes do you think are left here? I don't know if we have all the time to cover each and every one of my anxieties. Uh, but we'll we'll start with those in the morning. <laughs> And eclipse anxietiness. Ow! Twisted my ankleness. But yeah, I'm glad I have a place to stay at night. And I'm kind of glad it's not camping. <laughs> there, there's something to be said about having plumbing and <laughs> bathrooms, uh, showers. Uh, oh gosh, freeziness. Freeziness, Minecraft. Please come back. All right, it's back. Wow, that seems to be happening more and more. Is this graphics card dying? <laughs> uh, I just think that that's the game. Not knowing what to do with all this distance. All this distance. Um, but yeah, I decided it'll 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 be taking it easy. We've got a nice main road. I is it I five? I think it's called I five. That'll take me directly from Seattle to Corvallis. Um, but still concerned about the traffic. Getting there, maybe not so much. It's normally about a five-hour drive, it's, it's been telling me. 
from Seattle to Corvallis, um, like on 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 moderate, optimistic traffic days. I could see it taking six hours getting there on Sunday. I'm gonna try to leave as early as I possibly can. It's the coming back. <laughs> it's the fact that the eclipse is gonna end and everybody in the entire west coast is going to leave after the solar eclipse. That's that's the part where this five hour drive nominally, I'm afraid, might end up being ten. <laughs> and I'm very concerned about gas. They say that the gas is gonna certainly rise in price all along the route to and from totality, you know, get up to five plus dollars a gallon. Uh, or even just the availability of gas. Are they going to run out of gas? Uh, what What's what's the deal with that? I'm pa- certainly packing enough water and I'll bring snacks and things. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about the leaving. And sure, the smart thing would be to stay maybe another night. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, that's not possible in the current situation I'm in. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm trying. Like today, I'm just gonna be like, don't worry about it today. Tomorrow, I'm gonna go out. Tomorrow, as in the day this episode comes out, Thursday, I'm gonna go out and do some grocery shopping, pick up, pick up what what snacks and and big packages of water and uh, other survival <laughs> equipment I need, um, and uh, and hopefully all will be fine. Um, but uh, it's it's there's there's anxiety surrounding that. But I'm I'm just hoping it's worth it. Two minutes of totality. Apparently, seeing total solar eclipse is is a once in a lifetime life changing, perspective altering experience. Where the sun goes completely dark, you take off your solar eclipse glasses, and you'll be able to see Mercury and Venus and Jupiter and Mars in the sky. The stars will be visible. Uh, the corona of the sun will be visible. There will be like sunset on every horizon. The air will get cold. The birds will get quiet. I'm I'm hoping for that. <laughs> that's that's what I'm hoping for, and I'm hoping whatever whatever horrifying traffic we have to deal with. Uh, is worth it there. I got my solar eclipse glasses, even though I think the university is handing them out to people staying there anyway. Um, I, I did pick up a cheap pair of solar uh, binoculars, specifically solar binoculars um, that they were selling. They can't be used for anything but solar observing. They've got the solar filters on the front permanently affixed, perhaps just to get a little bit of a different view. Uh, of before and after totality, a little bit closer up. Uh, I'm certainly not expecting to see any detail or whatever. Um, But yeah, to those of you lucky enough to live in the totality path, enjoy. To those of you also traveling, good luck. Stay safe. Um, And to everybody, regardless of totality, if, if you're in North America, you're going to be seeing at least a partial eclipse. Uh, don't look at it with your eyes. Use specifically designed and certified. There's a lot of news about certain Amazon 
packages that people may have bought aren't certified, so you can never trust them completely. Uh, certified, ISO certified solar eclipse glasses. Uh, you gotta use them at all times. If you're just in partial eclipse, there is no time where it will be safe to look at it with your naked eye. If you are in total eclipse, you should only look at it when it is in that small two-minute whatever window of totality. It's not... it's not that the sun's light is magnified or anything during a solar eclipse. It's that people... it's that you'll... you know, normally if you look at the sun or glance at the sun, you'll be like, oh, that's really bright, and your, your eyes will squint and shut and you'll look away. It's the fact that you're trying to see something on the sun, on the surface of the sun, is where people continually look more than they normally would, and then that's where eye damage happens. And also, don't point any sort of telescope or binoculars at the sun unless they have solar filters in front, in front of the main lens. Uh, if you're wearing solar eclipse glasses, that doesn't mean you can put normal binoculars up to your eyes. Those will melt. <laughs> the sun will be like a laser beam through those binoculars or a telescope and they will melt the plastic of your glasses and then what's behind those glasses, your eyeballs, it will melt those too. Uh, so don't do that. Whatever you're looking through should have solar filters in front of it. Uh, if you don't have glasses, if you don't have specific telescope with filters, um, look at shadows on the ground. Poke a hole in a piece of cardboard and project it onto the ground or on another piece of white paper and you'll be able to see exactly what you would see if you were looking with solar eclipse glasses, a projection. Uh, look through the, the shadows cast through the leaves of trees, those get weird crescent shapes and stuff. And, uh, yeah, just be, be safe in that regard and make sure, like, kids, you know, little kids, even if you have given them glasses, you gotta keep an eye on them and make sure that they are using them and that they aren't peeking around, you know. Kids, kids might not know or understand the dangers, so make sure you keep an eye on, on the little ones as well. And, yeah, hopefully everybody enjoys. I'm not gonna vlog it, really, or or I'm not gonna try to be a photographer of it. Like a lot of people say, if this is your first solar eclipse, don't, don't, you're just, you're gonna miss it if you're worried about shutter speeds and ISOs and uh, focus on cameras and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, just, just enjoy it yourself. There's going to be millions of pictures millions of pictures that are going to turn out much better than anything you could ever do by professional people with professional equipment. I'm The only thing I'm thinking of doing is bringing my GoPro, setting it up on a tripod, and just like either doing a quick time-lapse or turning it on the video part for the uh, the totality, just to kind of for like a memory to get capture the, the sights and sounds uh, of of totality from 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 where I'm at, uh, the GoPros are particularly terrible. Uh, they they auto compensate the exposure, so there will be no detail I'm expecting from that. But it'll be interesting just to kind of have as a video, I suppose, memory that maybe I'll share with you guys or not. But uh, uh, but yeah, enjoy 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 this this very rare experience that we get 
the next one isn't until 2024? 2024? 2026? 2027? 2024, I think. To total solar eclipse. Uh, and that one goes up the east coast uh, of the United States, which I would I, I, I would perhaps plan on traveling to. That, that'll take a little bit more advanced planning because it's not going to be drivable distance uh, for, for specifically where I'm at currently at. Definitely, uh, I don't know. Who knows where I'm going to be in 2024? <laughs> can't can't keep me tied down to any any place apparently. <laughs> I get the the Jimmy legs, um, but uh, yeah, that's what's happening. That is what's happening with Kerchemak. I figured out my plans, and hopefully, I I don't get stranded on the side of the road, in in the traffic jam to end all traffic jams. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm concerned, but I'm trying my damnedest not to let it overshadow. Overshadow, get it? Eclipse, shadow, moon, sun. <laughs> Overshadow the uh, the overall experience. Bloop. Indeed. Whoop! You can only sleep at what night, Wolfie? You can only sleep at night. How about now? <laughs> Awakeness once again, this indeed. Uh, let's see. I don't think that there was anything else to specifically mention there. So yeah, this will probably definitely be the last Firelines or Bust episode before the eclipse. So hopefully, I have some interesting stories for you on, on the return for episode six fifty two. And certainly share with me your stories if you're going to experience it. Either here in the comments or on Twitter or whatever. It's always cool to see other people's experiences. Um, I did ask in the last episode for patrons. We ran out of questions from Child's Play charity donors from Season 6. So I asked for some of my patrons to give some questions for me to answer. And I got quite a few, so thank you very much, patrons, for that. Such as Rule asked, you talked about wild animals in episode 650. Have you ever had any encounters with wild animals on your hikes? Have you ever seen a bear? Snakes and lizards, perhaps, in Arizona? Um, not, no, I've never seen a bear. Um, certainly a lot of, like, elk and deer in certain situations. When I was hiking the Grand Canyon a while ago, a hailstorm uh, went by, and that, I suppose, rustled up all the wildlife. And as I was driving out of the park, there were dozens of these large elk who I just probably were maybe hiding during the day, and the hailstorm went through and gave them all a good spooking. So they were all, like, in the roads and walking throughout and had to let them cross and stuff, and it, that was interesting. We So was that. That was very interesting. Um, and I've encountered a few while hiking. Try to keep your distance from them. Um, but no, I've never... I've never, like, experienced 
like unexpected wildlife. <laughs> um, I think also walking in the Grand Canyon, kind of passed by a, a baby, a small rattlesnake, which is always spooky. Um, but now even in Arizona, I never a uh, couple, you know, a couple snakes, gardener snakes, and things like that. Um, but I never, never even encountered like people say, oh, like the tarantulas and uh, scorpions and stuff. I never encountered any of those in Arizona while hiking. I've gotten myself into a, a sand-filled pickle here, haven't I? Let's uh, try to... Well, this is going to hurt Wolfie, isn't it? Easy there. Easy, easy. Okay. Oh, no, no, don't go back up. All right. I got to get down as fast as I can. Hi! Oh, well, you almost did that. Well, you took the stairs down, but now you hurt yourself. Hey, you. <laughs> One more? There we go. Get out. Oh, goodness. Um, let's go this way. Oh, man. Crazy, some crazy sand dunes. Yeah, but n not 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 ever more than than the occasional deer. I don't even think like I've seen I've like seen coyotes like around neighborhoods and stuff like that, but never in the, really in the wild, quote unquote. Um, and never any bears or things. So, yeah, have a not 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 so much, not so much. I have gone to places like in the Dominican Republic and gone whale watching and seen humpback whales and stuff. Uh, but that, you know, that was specifically for that purpose. Uh, you know, they're in the wild and migrating down there or whatever. But uh, yeah, no, not not uh, not not terribly much in in that regard, to be honest with you. Probably. Thankful for that. <laughs> I don't want to run into any bears or or uh, mountain lions or dangerous creatures. That'll, that'll be much preferable. Don't don't mind if I don't ever do that. I, I kind of I, I don't really hike to look for you know people go birding or they try to find wildlife or that's the reason they're outdoors or whatever. I'm 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 more for the hike and the scenery. Um, I, I could I could be fine not not seeing wildlife. It sometimes freak me out. <laughs> oh God, no! What do I do? Do I back up? Do I? Uh, that guy's got really big antlers. Let's stay away from him. Poke us. He's gonna give us a poke. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Rule, for that question. Paul asked, "What do you think about the coffee in Seattle?" I don't know. It the I hmm. I haven't I don't hmm. I've mentioned many times before that I don't like go out for coffee. I don't go to coffee bars or special coffee places. <laughs> um but I have like tried to purchase coffee beans from specifically Seattle roasters. It's all right. It's not as good as the variety I was getting in Chicago. And even Phoenix had a few roasters that were like, oh, this is very good. I feel like, potentially, 
the majority, or maybe I haven't tried enough or seen what they are, but the ones I have tried seem to over-roast their beans. And that's probably influenced by Starbucks, is that they're all trying to match the Starbucks bean. And what I mean by that is when you look at, if you buy whole bean coffee, a lot of the stuff, the beans are dark and shiny. If your beans are dark and shiny, then that means that they've been roasted to the point where the oils are starting to come out of the bean. And that's the shininess you get is the the, the oils. And and the oils are where all the flavor is. Or where, where, where the coffee bean gets its coffee bean. And that, when it starts to come out, is actually, based on my experience, too far because then that oil is exposed to the air and then that's when it starts to go bad faster and you're you're losing all of that flavor in the roasting process instead of it being infused in the brewing process. When I get beans from like say Intelligentsia or, 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 or Stumptown even, which is Portland based, you'll notice that most of those beans are a lighter color and they're dry looking. That's because they've stopped the roasting process before those oils start to uh, get extruded. And it's only when you grind and then heat up the beans with hot water that the oils come out and that's where you get the flavor from. Um, And that's very obvious in French press coffee because it just passes through a metal filter. Uh, You get all of those oils. If you're using a paper filter, a lot of those oils get trapped in the paper, uh, but that can be a good thing uh, because sometimes those oils can be overpowering. And if you do drink a lot of fresh press, French press, excuse me, coffee, uh, you'll you'll you might know or you might not know that it's very high in cholesterol because of all those oils. Uh, so you gotta keep an eye on your cholesterol levels uh, because those oils aren't filtered out by a paper filter. So that's my, of the like three places I've tried ordering beans from in Seattle, they've all reflected that Starbucks glossy bean. And that's, you know, you'll hear a lot of people say that Starbucks coffee tastes burnt. They might brew it too hot, which gives it that burnt flavor, but the majority of that burntness comes from over-roasting the beans. Um, which is which is not 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 the style I'm into, not the style I'm into. So I've not been thoroughly impressed so far. I know it's supposed to be a big coffee city, but I think perhaps a lot of that is simply because this is where Starbucks comes from, um, and 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 then the coffee culture and association is derived from the Starbucks taste. And that's a negative thing, in my opinion. I could be wrong. I'm not, like, the, this is, like, the the most in-depth knowledge I have about coffee beans and roastings and stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not hugely educated, and I, I don't sit here and compare cups and note the different aromatics and, and you know, the little... Ooh, this is a toasted hazelnut, and it's got a little bit of the dark chocolate, and I can taste some cranberry spice. You know, I don't get that deep into it, but I do notice when it's like, hmm, this is... It's kind of like just, that's what standard coffee is. You know, if you ever just, like, go to a diner 
that serves like normal coffee or like hotel coffee is like the it's it's coffee and yeah it gets the job done and it's not horrifying but it's also not good <laughs> it's not good coffee um um all right I guess I'm making the hidey hole in the side of this hill because it's a little bit dangerous down the other side Wanna come up here Wolfie no there you go hey bop, bop. <laughs> Oh no, over here. Yep, 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 yep. Stop. Right there. Good job. Well done. Congratulations. You've done it. So yeah. Talk about solar eclipses. Talk about coffee. Thank you so much for watching and being patient with this episode coming out. Episode 651 of Far Lands or Busts. It's much appreciated. I do appreciate the continued support. Everybody who's able to hang out during live streams and stuff, I'm having fun with those, and I hope you are too. Hold on, I want to make this uh Yeah, panorama-rama. An extended end of the episode sidey hole. These are called sidey holes because they're built into the side of mountains. Sidey. My sidey senses are tingling. There we go. Get a nice little awning on there. Torch for, for good luck. Indeed. Let's make some bids. Bop, bop, bop. Beep, beep, beep. Boop, boop, boop. There we go. And maybe a couple boats. For good measure. Yeah! Good times indeed. Progress made towards those far lands. Everybody be safe, like I said. Have a good eclipse, if that's something you're lucky enough to experience. And thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time! Overshadow, get it? Eclipse, shadow, moon, sun.